Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Game Boys Episode 2, Game of Love. I discovered this series here about a couple days ago when I saw the preview to the second season, which absolutely almost made me fall off the couch laughing. I'm just saying, if you haven't seen it, check it out. This series has been nominated for the Asian Film Festival Awards in Los Angeles for that film festival. And this episode, again, I am really liking this series. I did not think I would because, number one, I'm not a gamer. I've actually never gamed ever in my life, except me when I was like five years old, which is a long time ago. <laughs> Just joking. But anyway... And I used to play Oregon Trail, but I really don't consider that a typical video game because that was back when we used to play them on the computers more. And I quit playing because my characters always ended up dying and I got sick of that pretty fast. But anyway, moving on. This series is about life during the pandemic, the COVID-19 crisis, and how do we live? Um, it's about two gamers who end up meeting on social media because of their gaming and if they're going to play this battle, which if the one wins, he gets to date the other. The battle happens. He does win. And he does order pizza for himself and the other. And it is so funny to watch because they are in the middle of a pandemic. They do live in separate towns. And he basically just orders a pizza for the one kid. He gets a pizza and then they video chat. The thing I liked about this series, although Anna isn't a fan of online dating, if you want to know why, you should really check out, um, oh, what's her name? She's absolutely awesome. The woman who plays Amy Farrah Fowler has a great YouTube channel who I really do like her. I actually subscribe to her YouTube because she's so rational and practical and she has a great youtube on why internet dating is the demise of western society tongue-in-cheek but also not really joking and she has some very very valid points that i wholeheartedly agree with so just because i like this series does not mean that i'm a proponent for online dating don't get me wrong here peeps but you know everyone you do you so anyway, they have an online dinner date. And I really enjoyed this series simply because it shows how people are trying to connect during COVID. And it is different. It is tricky because, you know, we can't go out and meet our friends like we used to do. We have to rely on, you know, talking via phone, sending more emails, having that Zoom video chat. You know, that's how we're able to connect right now because they haven't figured out how to stop the spread yet. I mean, we're working on the vaccines. I really hope that goes well. But right now, it's not available to the masses at this time. And even if it is, there isn't a guarantee yet that that's going to solve all our problems. I mean, there's people who say we're going to have COVID forever and just have to figure out how to manage it. And it's like, that's an interesting perspective. I really hope they're wrong, but who knows? So anyway, but these two kids end up eating together. And that first dinner is kind of interesting. They chat. They talk about why they like pizza, why they don't. The one tries to flirt in really inappropriate ways. And you're going, Gabrielle has no 
talent for being polite. He kind of reminds me of an awkward form of when I was growing up, I loved a book called Tacky the Penguin. It was about Tacky, and then there was Goodly, Lovely, Angel, Neatly, and Perfect, and they all had to live with Tacky, and he was an odd bird. Well, Gabrielle's kind of like Tacky in a in a weird kind of way. I'm just saying he really does have some great similarities to that bird. He also is kind of like an awkward form of Giacomo from Thumbelina when I grew up, which was the only character in that show I really cared for, but I really liked Giacomo. He was funny, and he was also so hopeful that things would work out, even when you're going, how are they going to work out? But anyway, he's kind of like a mixture between Giacomo and Tacky the penguin. So two birds mixed into one, That'd be a really weird combination, a sparrow and a penguin. But anyway, I'm going to leave that mental gymnastic, that scary thought. Okay, so we have Gav and this other kid. And then they start to eat together during whenever they eat. And this is because the one kid doesn't eat with his family. For some reason, there's a disconnect. You don't know why, but they basically kind of alienated him or he's alienated himself. You really don't know the story there. But either way, he's alone in the pandemic, and he really doesn't have anybody to connect with. His family's distant. They don't really chat very much. And I think that's one reason why he and Gav connected, even though he did not like Gav initially, is Gav was there to visit with, Gav was there to eat with. And, you know, that's kind of how they started out together. Um, was it a romantic relationship? I think Gav was really hoping for that, but the other kid's like, heck no. So, you know, I don't know how this is going to develop. By the end of episode two, um, the kid who's kind of isolated finds out that his father is being intubated, which means that the COVID has spread to the point that it could really kill him. And he can't get a hold of his um, sister that he needs to speak to, really. Um, he's trying to connect with someone else. He can't get that call to go through. And so he ends up calling Gav just to have someone to talk to and go, you know, decompress. My dad's dying. Oh, yeah. And, you know, this could happen. I could be, you know, without my dad. At I don't know how old this kid is. I'm guessing he's about 18 to 21. Not really good with ages. So anyway, instead of Gav picking up the phone, this girl picks up the phone who says, Gav's in the shower. I'll get him here so you can talk to him. Um, what's your name? And the kid's getting ready to tell him. She says, babe, will you please get out of the shower? And so he thinks that Gav is a two-timer who is with a girlfriend and trying to kind of flirt with him, although he's not really having it too much. And this really kind of throws him off in the middle of realizing his dad's dying. Now he's got this issue to deal with. And so it's kind of a complex situation. And this is where this episode ends. Again, I love how they made this during COVID to show what people are going through, kind of. And it's not like necessarily the battle of his dad could be dying, which is a really real battle. And there are a lot of people who have lost people with this pandemic. But also just the day-to-day -day battle of, you know, having to deal with quarantine, having to deal with, you know, social distancing, having to figure out how to connect with people 
when you can't connect on a regular basis the other ways like you could go to you know visit your friend's house and now you can't really do that during the pandemic it's really changed things and i loved how they integrated social media and showed how people use that to determine how they're going to collaborate with one another it's a really interesting series this way again not a gamer and i really don't even use social media that much as crazy as that sounds but I really enjoyed how they're showing how people are dealing with the pandemic, how they're dealing with the possible losses they could be enduring, how they relate to people. And are they going to retract into less and become more insular? Or are they going to try to connect with people who they normally might not connect with? Now, in this case, we have one that's a possible romantic interest. But I think that it's for other things, too, to sit there and go, you know, who have you met during this time during the pandemic who you wouldn't have met normally because you did connect with people over similar interests, similar hobbies, etc. And that's an interesting concept. So that is my review of Game Boys Episode 2 in Season 1. I would give this episode probably an 8 out of 10. Again, this isn't a series I've watched with children just because... There are, some doc there are some things regarding social media, people's language on there that I would not want to have to explain to my eight-year-old. Okay, I'm just saying there's some words that Anna does never use, and that does show up on social media. So if you don't have a problem with your kids seeing that, you do you. But I personally would probably watch this with somebody who is older. I really am enjoying the series, though. I'm finding it quite interesting. And hope that the new series is as good as this one is so far. So that is my review of Episode 2. Check it at the round table. Bye!